A one, a two, a one, two, three, four! Music at a rational volume. Hey everybody, thanks for clicking the button for the Music at a Rational Volume podcast. I'll be your host, Nate. I will be your host, Kyle. Kyle, what are we talking about tonight? Nate, we as, as promised last week, we are going to review the Gaslight Anthem's new album, History Books. History Books. That's well, sort of new. Well, new-ish. October 27th, 2023 was a release date. That's the Gaslight Anthem's sixth studio album. Their first album since 2014's Get Hurt, which, I'll be honest, wasn't great. It was a turd. Yeah, I didn't like yeah. it. <laughs> Uh, since then, nine years have passed for reasons. Do we know what those reasons were? You know, no. I think it was a regular thing. It's just bands don't break up anymore. They just kind of go on hiatus. And um, I I haven't heard much. It didn't seem like there was any like animosity because I've read some interviews, you know, through the years. And I mean, it's really Brian's band, but I haven't heard him you know, talk any crap or, you know, we all get along fine. And maybe, maybe they just need a break. I don't know. Cause it, it seems like they were going pretty steady for a while, but taking that much time off is really dangerous for a career, especially yeah. for those three guys who didn't write the songs. Like financially, I don't know what they did. Yeah. Brian was up to a bunch of solo stuff, released three different solo albums. Not all of them were as good as uh, Painkillers, but Painkillers was fantastic. The other two are also very good. Um, the last one was a little short, only eight songs, but the Painkillers is just amazing. Yeah. It was kind of a, a perfect solo record because yeah. it was different enough from what the band was doing or what what they were doing as a band, I should say, uh, but still kind of everything that made that really good. So. Not that um, different, though. Um, you know, some of these people, when they go, it's not like, you know, when Sting went solo from the police, where it was a radical departure. Yeah. You know, where that was really more of a band, in my opinion, than these guys just kind of are more of a garage band. But, right. you know, when you, Sting went solo, it was very, you know, a lot of different textures and a lot of um, different musicians and whatnot. And, Brian's stuff was not that far off from Gaslight Anthem. I, I always felt like Brian's stuff was a little more uh, introspective, a little more, a little darker, a little, a little more consumed with death and like you know, blood and stuff. But it, but it wasn't as hard edged. It was it was kind of a softer well, sound. Yeah, it was more singer songwriting, especially yeah. his last record. But um, yeah, I mean, but Painkillers was closer to that, right. but it was still different enough from what the band was doing that I felt like it was really worth it. Like, you know, if you're just going to make the same stuff just with different players, then what's the point? I don't know. I mean, some of these, sometimes it is hard to differentiate one from the other. That's true. I don't know. Okay. Well, this one was produced by Peter Katis. Katis? K-A-T-I-S? I think it's Katis. I don't know. Katis? Katis? Okay. He uh, most notably worked for The National and Frightened Rabbit. Yeah, with The, the National, Which... I think he's done like eight of their albums. So it's a oh, ton. Really? He did two with Frightened Rabbit, and of course they are done now. So, But nice. uh, he's done a bunch of other stuff too, but it's mostly indie stuff, indie bands or uh, small label bands. So, okay. 
I guess it kind of fit with what these guys were looking for. Nice. Well, should we get into the songs? Yeah, man. Okay. Uh, first song, kind of the lead off, uh, Spider Bites. Uh, I really like this one, particularly in the chorus. It sounds like a pretty standard Gaston Anthem song. Very classically that so. Uh, but unfortunately, the record gets uh, gets only more okay from here. I, I, thought that it, I thought it was Gaslight Anthem Light. It was okay. I'm like, it's not really clubbing you over the head, but you know, after nine years, you wanted something spectacular. I thought, it's all right. Yeah. I, I didn't hate it, but I'm like, it's just, it, it's not super memorable for me either. So, yeah, it was, it was a soft lead in. I gave sure. it a B minus. I went to B plus. I I was given a lot of credit for because it was catchy. I like sure. I liked it for the most part. So you know, for for an intro song, I, I didn't hate it either. So okay, number two is um their quote unquote duet, uh, history books with uh, Bruce Springsteen. This one they did release sort as of. a single. I don't know if singles matter anymore, but yeah. So it is their big song, and they got Springsteen to do uh a verse kind of like what rappers do he was on tour in um, ireland he just popped into a studio somewhere and cranked out his his verse i think he might do some stuff on the on the tail end of it as well i'm not sure mm-hmm. but it's not a a duet like i was hoping it would be where they sing together and harmonize and yeah. then, you know trade off lines at the last verse or something like that it's it's not that, but it's okay. But if he wasn't on it, it, it would have been fine too. It didn't seem to add a whole lot to it for me. Yeah, it was it was fine. It yeah, nothing special. It just didn't have any punch. There was nothing that praiseworthy about it. It just uh, it didn't go anywhere or do anything new or remarkable. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a big Springsteen fan too, and you know when you you've seen these guys. Uh, perform together. He's he's joined them on stage a couple of times. Brian's joined uh, E Street Band a time or two, and it's really exciting and cool. And yeah. I didn't really get that here. Maybe because no. they weren't in the same room. You know, it wasn't live, and it was very a manufactured kind of patched in thing. Yeah, it, it's certainly missing something, and you know, I, it's it's losing something in the in the Bruce of it all. Like I think. It's there's nothing that benefits the song by having Bruce do it this way. Exactly. And you know, I yeah, appreciate you wanted to do an actual record, a song on the record, I should say, uh, with his his idol. Like I, I get that. I don't know. Maybe I'm just cynical. Maybe I'm just uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's cynical maybe because like I don't I don't enjoy it when Dolly does a one off with Miley Cyrus. Like I don't care. Like it, it's somebody trying to ride the coattails of someone else, and it usually doesn't usually doesn't work, and it it's hardly ever worth it from a fan perspective. Because if you're at the show and they and they do it, then that's great. But when you try to do these like self serving collabs, I don't I don't I don't ever find that in you know, the problem is if you look through the like the top fifty songs now, forty of them will have a feature on it. It's yeah. just feature itis, you know. They mean. You brought up Dolly Parton. That embarrassing album she made is a thousand features on it. 
Yeah. Just it was, every song. Sad. Like, what are you going to do? How are you going to do that in concert? Well, they're all covers anyway, yeah. so she probably isn't going to yeah. do them anyway. Just go back to her country stuff, which she should, which she's a lot better at because this record she did, I think, was kind of a joke. But all these pop artists now, everything is a feature, and they're usually featuring somebody I've never heard of. Yeah. But with this, with Springsteen, I think the, the point is, is it wasn't really necessary. It didn't add anything to it. If Brian just no. does everything, um, I wouldn't like it any better or less. Right. But it yeah. was all right. We could both gave you it You get to put his name on the, on the track, and that's about it. All right. Then they've come to the third song, Autumn. Um, I don't like it. I gave it a C-. minus. kind of reminds me of a slowdown version of a John Cougar song called China Girl. The mm, the okay. chorus sounded like that, or the verse sounded it does like have that, that to flair. me. You're right. Except it didn't yeah. have the charm and the drive of that early John Cougar song. Uh, kind of boring, and it was missing some of that you know, punch that we talked about that we're used to in Gaslight yeah. Anthem songs. Yeah, I think it is definitely one of the album's uh, most okayest singles. Like, <laughs> I, I I like it more than you did. Like, I gave it a B. I think you were what? Oh, C minus. C minus. So, you know, it has some things I like, but I think I would have liked it in a Brian Fallon solo record. I don't know that I like it for a Gaslight Anthem song. Like, yeah. I feel like it goes there better. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. But even that, I, I didn't, maybe in a different context, I don't know, but I certainly didn't love it. This seems like a, it was kind of slowing down the record already. I just thought, yeah. oh my God, I hope this record gets better. Because right now, I'm not <laughs> really... Um, Jones in on this thing. I just think it's so far. It's okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, number four, positive charge. You say it's the first single they released. This uh, is the first single they released like a long time ago, like last April or something. It was, it came out uh, way before the record did. Yeah. I remember hearing this one. Um, and I was really excited cause like it, it had a few things I liked about it. But this is just a pass for me. I don't hate it. I don't like it. I just kind of nothing it. It had a had some potential, but it just the it's just raw. I mean, you know, throw it in the deep fryer for five more minutes. I, I, I agree. I, I think it has potential. It sounds like a first draft. Yeah. Like, oh, this is the first thing we did together, just put it out and we'll, you know, polish it up for the record. And then the record came on. Oh, God, just who cares? Just throw it on. And it seems like an unfinished song. It's okay. I gave it a B. I don't mind yeah. it, but um, not great. I gave it a C plus. Yeah. Pass. And it's not the worst song on the record. That would be this next one. Uh, I disagree, but we'll get to it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, this one we didn't like either, though. Number five no. is Michigan 1975. I think this sucks. It is just boring, uninspired, and dull. And I... I don't have a lot of good things to say about it. Yeah. The, the lyrics aren't even that compelling or interesting. So the music's so your music can be quote unquote boring, but if you have something interesting to say, it can, it can raise that up and make it something special. But this one just laid there and I, and it had those nonsense lyrics that just go nowhere. I don't know what you're talking about, dude. I, I'm sure you were trying to say something like just it feels like you're the emoting title of I don't the know song. What it is. I'm like, is this 
when yeah, I do title summer story. vacation. I'm like, what are we, what are you talking about? They're like, this better be pretty damn good. If you're going to name it Michigan, 1975. Yeah. Are you taking but, me somewhere? Yeah. What are we doing here? But if there's a story, like, you know, something happened in Michigan in 1975 that was important that you need to tell the story about. Like, cause the record of Edmund Fitzgerald, like that's interesting that the title doesn't suck. Cause you, it says what you're, what he's talking about. Sure. This, this one, what do I care? <laughs> no clue. Nope. I'd sooner move on from that. So yeah, this one, we have a big difference on the next one. Um, yeah. Number six, little fires. This is, I think the best song on here. I absolutely loved it. This, I would have started the record out with this. This is what we waited the nine years for, you know, real kick-ass gaslight anthem song. Um, I like the lyrics. I like the punchiness of it. Um, I thought this was great. Yeah, I did not. Uh, I, I, I don't know. It's not, it's, <laughs> it's not unusual for me to disagree with Kyle. That's fine. But, yeah. I, I don't know. I just found it noisy and chaotic and, it didn't have enough like pleasing parts to it. There were a couple passages that were interesting that kind of gave me hope, but then it just disappeared. And, you know, there wasn't even really a, a chorus that was excited. I, I don't know. It, it certainly had energy. It certainly had kind of that, uh, that punkish, you know, hard rock elements to it. That Gaslight Anthem does. Um, but yeah, I just, it just didn't get me and I didn't get it. And, you know, I was really disappointed at that because uh, I had high hopes for it after reading your review and yeah, you know, after listening to it the first time around. But it's yeah, so I, I just not for me, man. Yeah, um, it's funny you brought up noisy because I'm gonna I mentioned that on a, a song coming up. So yeah, as far as the production okay. goes, there's a few times where I was kind of scratching my head, but this one I thought was great. But um, number seven, the weatherman. Uh, what'd you think? This one might be my favorite one of the record. Uh, I, I didn't give anything an A. This was close as I got to an A minus. I, I like it quite a bit. I just didn't love it. And I, I think that's kind of the the microcosm of the whole thing is it's okay. It's fine. I mean, it, I, I like it because I like Brian's voice. I like kind of what they do. But yeah, I just I don't understand why it's so uneven and a mixed bag and the elements don't seem to, to coalesce. So maybe it is production. Maybe it is the nine years away. I don't know, but it, it definitely felt kind of out of sorts. Are you talking about this song or the whole album or like I said, I think this song is the whole album kind of condensed into one song. Yeah. Like it has a lot to like, but it just doesn't quite work well enough to, to love it. Well, I gave it an a minus as well. It was a very good song, but the kind of the, I don't know, Mumford and Sonsy type post-chorus crap. I just thought that seemed um, manufactured or maybe mm. an outside source's idea. I'll put this on. This is what's happening now. Do this kind of OOO stuff. I'm like, eh, you had me until that. So I don't want to throw out the baby with the bathwater because there's not a good, lot of good songs on here, but this is yeah my, my second favorite. Um, from the record. So I thought it was a good song, but you're right. It just, there was not quite enough to say this is amazing. Yeah, for sure. It's all right. I mean, if, if the rest of the album would have been really, really good, 
um we probably yeah. wouldn't even be talking about this song very much no we would have been singing its praises instead of yeah yeah seeing seeing how fart failed okay uh number eight song called empires uh i don't think either of us have a lot to say about this one it, for me it's a pass i just uh, there's not there was just nothing to it like i didn't i don't know what do you think yeah of? i said the same thing I'm just okay is nothing really here for me in fact thinking back i don't remember what this song sounds like it just uh, didn't yeah. stick with me and i just remember kind of listening to it go okay well there's another one so um <laughs> uh, yeah. hopefully again i kept saying this over hopefully this record gets better hopefully it gets better um unfortunately it doesn't yeah nope that was kind of uh the last gasp i think because you get and- to track nine i live in the room above her uh this was a complete fail for me like just so disappointing on so many levels i hated the lyrics i i don't like having to parse people's gibberish or stream of consciousness i don't i don't understand what he was talking about i don't understand what he was on about and and the music wasn't very interesting either and I, there's too much noise and chaos on this record i think the music is the worst part of it Quite honestly, yeah. I like the title. I'm like, oh, this could be cool. You know, like a Valerie loves me or something, the girl upstairs. But the production sounds really noisy and muddy. Uh, the drums sound like shit. I don't know what those are, but they were way too loud. Uh, I don't know what that snare sound is, but it doesn't sound like a snare drum. It just sounds horrible. And the drums are too far up in the mix. And the whole sound yeah. is you know, like you said before, how it was muddy and kind of confused and noisy. That's how I feel with this one. And I, I had high hopes because of the title, but none of it does much for me. The, the, uh, the music part seems to get in the way, but the lyrics weren't really doing much anyway. So yeah, this, this one is probably, well, it's, it's one of the worst songs on the record. Yeah. That's it's the worst one. I think. Uh, but in uh, competition for that uh, worst of the record spot, number 10, A Lifetime of Preludes. Uh, this one slightly better graded out for me. I, I could listen to this one and just have it on. But that's not really saying much. So I, I don't know. I think this was just kind of that. I was settling into that feeling of disappointment in like, oh, this is the last track. And. I didn't hear anything that wowed me. I didn't hear anything that was confirmation of why I like this band a lot. And it kind of made me question things. And I was like, uh, I don't like that feeling, well, but it was better than track nine. So there's that a little bit, but I mean, if you're going to write a song, a lifetime of preludes, that better be pretty damn good. Cause it's a pretentious title that leads yeah. to another unforgettable unfor- uh, song that um, I'm like, I, don't know what you're trying to do there and they have a tradition of writing or closing their albums with good songs you know red at night backseat may i mean those were all really strong songs that once the record's over you're like oh man i want to play that thing again i wish it was longer i wish there was more um i didn't really have that feeling on this one i'm just like well i'm kind of glad it's done i mean if, if this is the best you got um, maybe you should have made wait a little longer. I don't know. So I don't know if this thing was thrown together yeah. or what, but, um, 
not great. I mean, it kind of reminds me that, you know, with the, um, the Mary Naked Ladies, that last record, like, gosh, it had potential. Yeah. It had a few things and it's like, you want to, you want the, you know, one of your favorite bands to be good every time. Yeah. But this one, um, uh, I won't be buying it. Let me put it that way, which will be the only one I don't have. It's probably still better than Get Hurt. But, probably. Um, I would, I'd probably say that. Not by much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I think, uh, yeah, it just fell off a cliff there. Like, the first two had some potential, or two, or I guess three songs. You know, but then, besides that couple in the middle that were okay, like, it just, overall, just, it kind of died on the expectations, I think, for me. Because I love what they do, and I, I just spent most of the time on this record just hoping it would do something for me, and it just, it just never did. Well, and I went back, and I listened to their um their first one sink or swim and 59 sound and handwritten i'm like God, those are so much better records yeah they're yeah. so much better than this and brian's solo stuff all of his solo stuff is better than this and yeah. just i mean is it fair to compare it to stuff they did in the past yeah i think it is um you know they set the bar pretty high um i don't know this is this is just a flat boring record yeah 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 now that i think that's that's the overall takeaway so yeah for me it ended up being right around a c and you know if we were dating it would have been after the last record kind of the final straw and then you know this one you know brought us back together had a had a hope to rekindle the magic and then yeah they just go ahead and you know start sleeping with the sales rep and you're like well i can't trust you anymore Nope, you remember why you broke up in the first place. You're yeah. like, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. So a, a flat C. That's right. Now I gave it a C plus, but it got a C plus because a couple of those songs were graded higher, and I didn't give any Fs, but it did have A, B, C, and D's, so it was all over the place. I thought, and um, I mean, I don't. The Horrible Crows record was better. I just, and again, not their worst thing they've ever done. And I'm glad it was only ten songs. If you, they're not going to be. 10 songs that I like. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I, I guess I would blame some of this on the production because it seemed sort of all over the place. Yeah. Um, and I didn't like the overall sound. Um, and the, the, the tracking of the songs seemed to grab bag, just kind of haphazard. Yeah. Uh, that didn't seem like it was sequenced very well. So, I, I don't have a lot of good things to say. I didn't like the cover either. So there you go. Yeah. It's, it's a mess. And I don't know. I, I hate uh, bagging on a band that I like, but I don't know. A, a, a CEC plus not bad for cup size. Not really great for an album review score. No, unfortunately, it's really not. Yeah. Okay. Well, on that happy note, no, <laughs> Any final words? We will find some stuff we like, I promise, because I know we haven't loved a lot of stuff lately, but um, I don't know, tell you musicians out there, stop making crappy records. <laughs> I think that's the answer. got to call them like we see them. I mean, right? We're not going to just be like, oh, well, everything's great. Yeah. But we, we do this because we like music, right? <laughs> yep. Well, that's the idea. We like this band. We want to showcase it when they do well. But this one's not one of those, unfortunately. 
no, we're not Swifties. We're not, you don't get a pass on everything. You know, you don't get a participation trophy. You actually have to be good. The ones that are good, we will tell you about that too. So yeah, that's pretty much um, it. Hopefully next time. <laughs> get anything else? No, I think that's about it. Well, until next time, uh, you'll have a good one. Enjoy this record as much as you can. It's worth a listen. Um, you know, maybe you have different thoughts. Know, but if you like it and you want to buy it, what the hell do I know? So go ahead. So, yeah. Okay. Well, until next time, we'll uh, right. see y'all later. Yep. We'll see you.